With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio.
welcome to Evolution Radio Network, Rampage Rants, Tuesday Night Turmoil, with your host, Jess Blue, Chaotic Katie, the Dean of Wrestling Referees, Steve Kane, and Sadistic Sean David. Step into the ER, wrestling fans, and step into the turmoil. Welcome one, welcome all, welcome everyone to another loaded edition of Rampage Rants Tuesday Night Turmoil. I am Sadistic Sean David along with my co-host. The reason why this show could never, ever be a bag of dicks. Hey, out of Katie, how's my favorite boy? Ah, uh, we're doing well. We're doing well. Well, we're gonna have some fun tonight. We have some uh-huh. uh, since uh, events to discuss. We're gonna get to that in just a couple of minutes. Uh, Katie, we got a paper view coming up this weekend. Yes, we do. Stopping grounds. And, yes, and uh, you know, there's there's a lot going on in the wrestling world. So I'm going to play this real quick while uh, I prepare myself for the next segment. And hopefully you do not attend, uh, hopefully you do not attend this this weekend. Okay. This Saturday night at the Northeast Philly International Guard Armory, Craptastic Wrestling presents a non-star-studded car of unexplainable matches featuring the Mid-Afternoon Express versus Captain Fantastic and the Brown Dirt Cowboy in a Falls Count Nowhere match. Jerry Idol versus Austin Waller in a fully empty arena match. Our main event, Arnold Ziffel Jr. versus Oliver Wendell Douglas IV in a Fans Bring the Steel Cage Parts match. Admission is just $1 because that's all this crap is worth. That's Craptastic Wrestling this Saturday. Doors open at 6 p.m. Matches start whenever we feel like it. Be there! Basically, the premise of that uh, ad is to say that there's plenty of craptastic wrestling out around the world, and it is your job to find the better wrestling promotions to attend and spend your money with. Yes. There, there are a lot of okay, craptastic. Hold on. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of craptastic wrestling out there, folks. And uh, yeah, some of some of them have uh, glory holes available and. Some of them are backyard wrestling, like um, like you're up north at your cottage. Uh, yep. Some of them are just deplorably not worth it. Well, and but the then thing about it is, there are some that are. Mm-hmm. The thing about it is okay. this. Fans that go to a first-time event don't know any better. But if you attend an event and it leaves you sick to your stomach, don't go back and spend another $10 and say, well, that's just what no. wrestling is today. That's not uh-uh. what wrestling is today. For every no. good organization out there, there are 10 bad organizations that are craptastic. It just can't be helped. Canada, 
This is in the United States. This is in Mexico. This is all around the world. You have to find the quality. If you look like you have more gear than the guy that's in the ring, then you're probably at a craptastic wrestling event. Yeah, and some have duct tape turnbuckles held together by ratchet clamps, and some have uh, bubble wrap on their on their turnbuckles as well. You know, it's just you can't win. <laughs> <coughs> Breathe. Breathe. Not enough water down that one pipe. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well. Well, what? I have vowed to break my silence here tonight on some things. Yeah, you've been quiet. You've been quiet for what, three weeks? Three weeks you've been quiet. Yeah. So. I am going to play that. Okay. Liars. 
Savannah Stone and James Brady weren't even booked a full 24 hours for the event before they heard something from somebody. Gee, I wonder who. We'll get to that in a minute. And they pulled off the event. Lainey Luck waited till the week of the event and decided she wasn't going to be a part of the event. There were others that uh, were decided that they didn't want to be a part of this event as well. And to them, I say, fuck you, because you were booked back in November. And when I booked you back in November, when I started booking everybody back in November, the intent is, has been, and always was to go ahead with this event. I want to clear that air now. So, we fast forward. I have my graphics guy work on everything. We get things done. Mm-hmm. We get the posters printed. We get the posters out. After the posters are printed and out, that is when all of the talent that was featured on the poster decided that they no longer wanted to be a part of the event. Um, I'm not happy about that. There are some that um, could not be a part of the event uh, based on injury. Uh, there there was a tag team where one of the guys was still injured, and I don't believe they're back yet. Um, so that was a legitimate excuse. But a lot of them were not legitimate excuses. And I find that very appalling and just sickening. But I believe that there was some sabotage done here, and we're going to break that down here tonight. Um, so we go forward with things, and... Everything's set up and ready to go, and a better deal comes along for a wrestling ring. And uh, I had already paid for the first ring. So I do the second deal because the guy uh, makes me believe and makes Tony Rican believe by texting him from a phone number, and we'll get to the de- more details on that here in a minute. Uh, but I contacted him on Twitter. I set up an agreement. Rican had been texting him and um, had communications with him, and we believed that everything was good. So what I told the original guy for the ring to do was hold on to the money, we'll use it for a future event, and just to go ahead and leave his ring in Nebraska the night before. Mm -hmm. And that was my mistake, because... Here's, here's the thing, and everybody thinks that wrestling promoters are rich. No, wrestling runs on a budget, unless you have deep pockets. So I did not have – it's not that I didn't have the money. It's I did not budget to be able to pay for one guy to show up with one ring and pay gas for somebody to show up with another ring coming from Nebraska. So I did what I thought was best. Now – did we get to the day of the event? We have all that riffraff go on with the talent, and we get to the day of the event. I am at the venue. I am awaiting the ring truck to arrive, and I am awaiting my sound guy to arrive. Some of my staff members are already there. I get a text message from Tony Rican stating that we need to talk, and it's very important. And then I don't hear from Tony Rican for a while. In the meantime, I get sent a picture of a supposed accident. Now, the accident itself was real, but the time frame on it was wrong. The accident 
picture that they sent me that I did post to Facebook was actually from Wisconsin last year. Matt Winchester confirmed that, as well as a couple other sources that I will not name. That's right. They had one of – they had somebody call Tony Rican and pretend to be injured and in the hospital from this supposed wreck. That's strike two. Strike three is we later we later do research and find out that the phone number that should be from the Chicagoland area where this well-known Chicago, you know, Midwest star has wrestled, and it's not. It's out of Cleveland, Ohio. So that's, that's another strike. That's what, four now? Yes. Now. I don't believe this guy acted alone. And I'm going to I'm going to name the name and then I'm going to let Katie tell you all about this wonderful individual. Oh, that's what happened. Well, you haven't been I need I need to break yeah. I need to get a drink. Uh, um, here, get I believe that Egotistico Fantastico, who I had the agreement with for the ring, was in cohorts with Joey Eastman. Oh. Can this be confirmed? It, it, believe me, I will go to my grave trying to prove this because I know the son of a bitch was behind it, and I, if it takes me the, till my dying breath, I will prove it. Now, I'm going to let you tell everybody about lovely Joey Eastman. Lovely Joey Eastman. My first encounter with Joey Eastman was, uh, I don't know, about a month after we... Uh, we interviewed Dan the Beast Severin. Now, somebody called into our show with Dan the Beast Severin, and they just, we don't have to say exactly what it was, but it wasn't very nice, and it did get a little explosive, and it did also cause the man to hang up. So, we were asked to remove the Joey Eastman interview. I didn't have a problem with him. Sean didn't have a problem with him. Steve, I think it was Steve that wanted to keep it on principle. Anyway, somebody wanted to keep it on principle. So, okay. Don't message me while I'm talking. Anyway, so the man messages, messages Steve, messages, messages Sean. Just everything just starts going to hell. All right. So I decided I'd be the clear head and I'd message the man myself. Okay, he was polite until I told him, no, I will not fire Steve Kane. And, yeah, just I've never had a good experience with the man. I have no use for the man. I find him to be cruel-hearted um, and cold-hearted. And, and he's, just, he's just echoing, echoing. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. As much as I like to sound my own voice, I don't like to hear it. Like to hear it. It's kind of freaky. Kind of freaky all at the same time. All right, continue. But, um, but no, I don't have much to continue because I don't have much. I don't have much to say about the guy because this guy means absolutely sweet piss all to me. All all I know of the man is he's nothing but a lion sack of shit. Like, please, can you please? Oh, and Sean, you'll stop me if I go too far. Can you please tell me? When Sean made a deal with you that if his show didn't didn't carry through, that he would pay Mr. Ed Schumann's family back. 
all the money that Ed Schumann gave him? Please, tell me. And well, I'll, and we're going to go to that. I'll find the nearest right horse and suck it off. Um, I'm, I'm, right I'm going to backtrack, and then I'm going to go to that. Um, oh. Here's here's my experiences with Mr. Joey Eastman. Joey Eastman was hired in 2004, roughly, to be a ring announcer for Revolution Championship Wrestling out of LaSalle, Illinois. Um, he originally started down here as a fan um, and later got hired on as an announcer. Now, I had been working for Ring Crew for RCW since 2002. This son of a bitch came along and treated me like uh, it was the biggest pile of dog shit that he had ever seen. Gay bashed me, treated me like shit, talked about me behind my back, you know, would snicker when he saw me, all that kind of shit. Unprofessional. It got so bad that the promoters actually had to talk to him about it. Mm. I don't know if he was fired or left on his own accord, but he was not around for the end of RCW, thank God. Um, that that was my first experience with Mr. Eastman. Actually, backtrack to that. When I first met Eastman, he told me that I was an untrained son of a bitch paying some – how did he phrase it? He said that I was an untrained son of a bitch that was training with a nobody. Therefore, I was always going to be a nobody. Okay, does he even know your mother? No. Come on. <laughs> but oh. – um, so that was that was the first experience. The next experience happened in 2007 when my brother ran a show and decided he was going to book the guy, and I, I didn't really agree with it, but I didn't have full say. It wasn't my show. Uh, I had hands in it, but it wasn't my show at the end of the day. So uh, my brother brought him in, and uh, the show was filmed for syndicated Chicago television, and my – uh, it aired, and Joey decided that he was going to take one of his buddies that worked the show and go up to where the studio was for the show up around Chicago and do live dub-over commentary on it, shitting all over my brother. That was that was the other experience with Joey Eastman. The third and final experience with Joey Eastman happened in 2009. Um, Ed had made an agreement with me that he would help fund the second show and he wanted Eastman there and I was against it I was against it from the get go but I allowed it to happen because it was Ed and Ed kind of had reins over Eastman so I let it go Eastman worked the show he got paid, everything was fine I just lost my studio. He, he didn't write a good review on the show. He had of course some not. Why would it? Things to say, mixed things to say about the show, but uh, it all started when Ed died. And Ed died in 2010. And one of the first things that happened when Ed died is Joey got some control of the National Wrestling Alliance affiliation here throughout the Midwest and decided that we were no long, my company was no longer going to be a part of the NWA. It was shortly after that that everything started to turn where Eastman says Sean Hubbard's the reason that – Sean David Hubbard's the reason that uh, Ed Schumann doesn't have a 
Tombstone, and and Sean David Hubbard owes Ed's family the money back from the show that Ed invested in. Oh, please make it and stop. Made it, and made it look to sound like I was taking a dying man who had ran shows before for money. Yes, Ed was sick, but Ed still had Ed was still sharper than a nail, and knew his shit. So. <coughs> Joey, for the past 10 years, has been, uh, almost 10 years, has been spewing this shit and gotten people to believe it. Uh, Sounds like somebody has nothing better to do in no life at all. Now, they, uh, him and his buddies do another podcast where they have done things is the Sean O'Hare Challenge, which, FYI, mm-hmm. Sean O'Hare committed suicide. Same way Mike Austin Austin did, betting people to take the Mike Austin challenge and and had a bet on who would be next to take their life, wrestler-wise. And I found the whole thing disgusting and vile and called them on it. Well, um, they conned me into doing one of their podcasts where they tried to corner me, and I left. Now, Mm -hmm. Joey has called the show a couple of times. And one of the last times times that Joey called in... (laughs) He was schooled by our good friend Paul Eubanks. Yep. I wasn't here I for it. Remember. I should have been here for it. I know about it. I was told about it. I was got a lot of direct quotes from it. But yeah. Basically the too. gist of that was Paul Eubanks simply politely asked Joey if there was a contract between myself and Ed Schumann which there was not. He then asked Joey why Ed's family had never contacted me in all of these years and why that it was, you know, a a Joey Eastman personal vendetta. And Joey wouldn't give an answer. Now, I will say this much. My brother has gone so far to contact Joey and try to find out what his real reason is with me, and Joey won't go there. Joey just always goes on bullshit. Now, Joey has done other things that have cost me bookings. Um, One of the latest things happened last year where there was a guy that they conned into doing the podcast and told that it was this show, and... uh, Basically, he called the guy a sex offender and, and had the police show up at his house and all this other dramatic bullshit. Um, I had a good job going at a company further south in Illinois, and I no longer work there because of, of Eastman and Eastman's bullshit and, and all of that. Um, there were bookings that I were trying to set, was trying to set up for this company, and Eastman found out about them and vetoed them. Um, and then we come full circle back to your original comment about this supposed deal that was made with Eastman and myself that if the show on June 1st didn't happen, I would pay Ed Schumann's family back the money that he invested in 2009. I never agreed to that. I heard about the deal that he was offering. I didn't read it completely. I don't go on where he posted this, and I don't care. I didn't agree to it. And I think the fact that you would think so low is to con con concoct. I think no, concoct. that's not the word. Concoct. concoct. That's what I meant. Concoct a plan 
that we get this show canceled without a shadow of a doubt, I think that is the most vile and disgusting thing that you could do and still call yourself a part of the wrestling business because you didn't just fuck me over. You fucked over the boys and you fucked over the fans. Now, we'll go back to Mr. Ego Tistico Fantastico for a minute. Ego has always been known as a prankster. Always. He uh, had issues in a couple companies that he went to where he stole stuff from the venue. Stuff that did not belong to him. My trainer believes that there was a show that they both worked in another state where he took Icy Hot and pretty much put it on the guy's, not his wrestling tights, but the, you know, what he would wear between the wrestling tights and his junk. Um, He believes that he put Icy Hot in that, and the guy went out and wrestled and couldn't even wrestle because he was crying so bad he was in so much pain. Oh, my God. I find people that steal from other people to be vile and and disgusting human beings. I find somebody that would do a prank like that to be a vile and disgusting human being. Also going to go back to Joey Eastman for a second. There was something that was posted on uh, this site that he posted this supposed deal on that I agreed to that I was informed of of me looking for help with ring crew and stuff like that, and Eastman making the comment, doesn't Sean David Hubbard have enough AIDS, in all caps. I would consider that gay bashing and a hate crime right there. Robot, robot. I would also consider what you've done for the past 15 years on your personal stake and and quest to try to ruin me. One of the most insane things that has probably ever gone on in the history of this world. And you want an apology from me, so I'm not going to give you one. I'm going to let Katie give you an apology. Okay. Um, I'm sorry you're a douchebag. I'm sorry you're the scum of the earth. I'm sorry that you're just a disgusting human being. I'm uh, I'm sorry that I can't make you suck a really big elephant's dick right now. Um I'm sorry that your mother didn't decide to swallow you the night the night you were conceived. I'm also sorry she didn't spit you onto the wall. Um, yeah. I'm I'm sorry, dude. I'm sorry you're a dick. Joey Eastman, I'm sorry that you are such a waste of a space of a human being that you would think lower than low to sabotage me. And don't think that there are going to be any repercussions from this. Because there will be. All in good time. Karma will get you. And when Karma gets a hold of you, 
may hell have mercy on your soul. Because I promise you, there's a special place in hell for you. Promise you that. And you're going around to talent that has contacted you from this event and denying the whole thing. It's funny that you would deny that, Eastman, because your comment was the first comment of the video of me canceling the event. Something along the lines of, hey, bro, we had a deal that this show wouldn't happen, and now it didn't. So how about you pay Ed's family back? How would you like to make that payment? Very first comment on the video of the event being canceled. That speaks guilty to me. I don't care. Look, I'm sure I could get a jury to believe that shit. There's intent. Not even even without a shadow of a doubt in my mind. But as I said before, Eastman, if it takes me till the day that I die, I will prove that you were behind this. And when I do, I am clearing my name and burying yours once and for fucking all. You want to go around and tell people, oh, this kid with AIDS is trying trying to ruin my name. No. Oh, God. That's getting old. No. You tried to destroy something that was good, not only for this area, for myself, for the boys that were involved, and you did it out of hate. You did it out of spite. They had even done it out of jealousy. I don't know what you're huh? That should be a very big portion of it. Sorry, I'm hungry. I know. I know your end game was you think that I'm going to pay Ed Schumann's family back the money that he invested, and I'm here to tell <laughs> you that that's not happening. Until they ask for it, off. They've never asked for it. It's almost been ten years. If they if they haven't asked for it in ten years, they're never going to ask for it. And if they do, they'd be stupid to ask for it now rather than ten years ago. They have never once, never once contacted me, and I was at Ed's funeral, and his wife had nothing but nice things to say to me and his daughter. Now, they both know my name. Not a hard man to find. And Eastman, you've you've found ways to find me over the years. Why has Ed's family never contacted me and said, hey, this is an issue? It's always been a Joey Eastman thing, and it's bullshit. And I'm here to tell you that I have talked with my original backer and gotten a comment from him, and that is this. Joey Eastman is the biggest lying piece of shit that the universe has ever seen, and whether you believe it or not, Eastman, he was in on the phone calls. His name is Steve Eichamp. I'll gladly let anybody that would like to contact him do it, and you can talk to him about the agreement that was made and how things were split between uh, on the show that Ed invested in between himself, my backer, Steve Eichamp, and Mr. Ed Schumann. Now, Ed can't tell his side of the story, and I get that, but Steve Eichamp can't because Eastman thinks I was the only one on those conversations. No, they were a three-way call. Steve Eichamp was on the other end, too. He knows the agreements that were made. 
There's still documentation of it. So, what do you got, Eastman? You you, you think that I'm going to pay Ed Stanley back because, unfortunately, as it happens sometimes in all businesses, Ed lost a little bit of money. Guess what? I lost money, too. So did my other backer. But what you weren't there to see was at the third show, Ed was cut a check for the difference of the differences between the show that he invested on. And there's still a copy of that check. Mm-hmm. So, your argument about this whole Ed Schumann thing is null and void. Paul <laughs> Eubanks debunked you. Bill Barron's came on here on an interview with us and debunked you and basically said that if Ed wanted the money, he would have made sure he got it. Exactly. So my question to you, Eastman, are you bored? Honestly, are you bored? Because you must lead a pretty low life if you have to run around turning everybody else's into a shit show, or at least trying to. And I don't know that Eastman and Ego acted alone in this either. I think Mad Mark, uh, whatever the fuck his name is, had hands in this because Mad Mark wanted to sling mud around. And one of my friends uh, reminded him that he used to hit on 16-year-old girls at shows that he was at, or at least underage girls. Not all of them were legal. He didn't like that very much. Sometimes the truth hurts, and that's why tonight's episode was titled Tell the Truth. Because Eastman, one of two things is going to happen. You or one of your buddies is going to slip up about this, not realizing that you did it. And when that cat gets out of the bag, I will destroy you. People like you that will go this far tend to make mistakes. Sooner or later, the truth will come out. And I promise you, it'll probably be sooner rather than later. Because you think that there will, you and Ego think that there will be no repercussions from this. There will be. And it won't just be handed down from me, it'll be handed down from others, it'll be handed down from God. It may even be handed to you by Satan himself. But you will pay for what you did to me. You will pay for making these fans not get a show that they should have seen. You will pay for everything. For the 15 years of bullshit that you've not only put me through, but my family through. The teensy weensy bit of me. Yes, you'll, you'll, you'll pay from Katie. You're going to pay from Jess Blue, too, because she's really pissed. Yeah, you made it so she was pretty much stranded for a mouth. That wasn't nice. That wasn't cool. Who the hell think, think you are when you get off? You know? I, I don't understand humans like this. Well, he can't be a human. Humans don't do this to so, humans. So, anybody would like pay from this event even though it didn't happen. I, I have this to say. No event, no money. I didn't make money, therefore 
you don't get to make money. We're all out on money on this one. And there is only two people to blame. Egotistico Fantastico and Joey Eastman. I would seek them for the pay that you're out. And I promise you in time, friends, I will prove this. Wherever I need to. Whatever way I need, It will be proven. Ego seems to think that he's untouchable because he's ego. I'm here to tell you that neither one of them are untouchable. I'm here to tell you that I've talked to people and there are going to be repercussions for both of their actions. And anybody else that was involved in it. Because I know they didn't act alone. I'm not stupid. I know Vito and Ben and all of the fucking Eastman's fucking circle jerk buddies are all involved in this. And I'm, I i got to give Eastman a little bit of credit. A little bit. Because this was not something that was thought of overnight. This was something that was well-planned, well-thought-out, and well-put-together. Because they knew, if, if, if they knew if the original plan for the ring showed, or if the original plan for the ring was the one that I went with all the way through to the end, there was no way that this show would have not happened. That ring would have been there. It would have happened. And then Eastman, because I do remember the agreement as somebody quoted it to me just now. Eastman said that if the show happened, he would gladly pay for the venue for the next show. So Eastman didn't want to be out money because he saw that it was coming up quickly and saw that it was going to be a success. He saw that. And then two, in his mind, in his little peabody mind, he thought that if the show didn't happen, I would finally pay Ed's human family back. I'm not that naive. I'm not that gullible. I'm not that stupid. I know you were involved in it. And in time, it'll all be revealed. So I want any fans of RWF that are listening tonight or looking forward to the June 1st event or any workers to uh, – Katie, what is the caller for you? Can you get that, please? Okay. Let me, let me look. Let me look. Let me look. <coughs> okay. I'm going to go get it. I don't know who it is. I'll be back in a minute. Don't let them fool you. So they did this. Out of hate. And hate can be so toxic. And it, it it's something that could really kill an individual. I am beginning to think that Joey Eastman's anger for me runs so deep that it may kill him. 
because for him to go that far, for him to go that far. Well, we do have somebody who is just as displeased with what happened as you, myself, and many others are. His name is Michael Haar. It is up to you if you would like to have him on air. Yes, go ahead and bring Michael on. Okay, Michael. Be nice. Also, whip you. No, I know Michael. I I helped get Michael involved in the wrestling business. And matter of fact, he was supposed to be a referee at the June 1st event. Because. That Michael. Yes. Yep. So, I mean, uh, but uh, going back to what I was saying, I believe that Eastman is so full of hate that it is, he is literally obsessed with doing whatever he can to ruin me by any means that he can. And that kind of obsession is not any kind of sanity. The man has to be more insane than I am. And I don't understand how I get a mental health diagnosis, but somebody like that can go out and run run the streets and be totally sane in in people's eyes. No. So I'm going to let Michael have the floor. And I know he's got a lot to say, so I'm going to let him say it, and I'm going to sit back and listen. Okay. Hey, man, I just wanted to say, you know, what happened with Eastman, that was just way too messed up. That was over the top. You know, faking a car wreck is one of the most that, – that's a piece of shit move. You know what I'm saying? He had people at, people at the venue, they're worried that somebody's in the hospital. They're worried that somebody's going to die. You know, that's just way too messed up. It's too much. Yeah. Well, and that's just it. And I don't understand how this, – this is the even funnier thing, and we'll get to this now, because this is the other side of the, of the coin. This shit has got people believing that I made this whole thing up, that, you know – I, I I wanted to screw the fans over and all of that uh-huh. just to try to make a quick buck. That's not the truth. Yeah. And yeah, he's trying to piggyback basically off a off a failure that we had back in uh last year. Right. And that's just and, But the thing about it is this. Why would I go so far to show up at the scene of the crime at the venue and wait there for a ring if and spend all the money on all the advertising and everything else that I spent it on if this was my big plan. I, it doesn't make sense. And people people think that I just made all of this shit up and that it was my plan to keep all the ticket money. No, the ticket money is being refunded. It's being refunded slowly because I was so taken back by all of this that I have to regain my footing. It sucks, but it's the truth. I can tell you right now, and she's not here tonight, but uh, Crime Fighter can confirm this as well as Just Blue. They both showed up at the venue, and I paid them uh, exactly what was promised. So I did that out of good faith. Now, other guys are saying, well, I was almost there, and I had to turn around. Sorry about uh, your luck. Go around. to Eastman for your pay. Because he's the only way you're going to get it. Because you're not getting it from me. I don't care what you believe. You can go out and side talk all you want. I really don't give a damn. 
in the end, I will prove that Joey Eastman and Ego Fantastico and whoever else decided to join in cohorts with them on this was behind this and that it was not my fault. Well, they were obviously behind it because back when you were posting that on Facebook that the show had to be canceled because it was a car wreck, they were leaving comments like it was a big fucking joking matter. Like, oh, yeah. we're thinking somebody's dying. They have no soul. You know, we're thinking somebody died. Right. Somebody's in hurt. Somebody's hurt. Something something right. could be happening. And these guys are over here making jokes. So it's obviously that they were behind it or they had some inside. You know, that's proof right there. It, 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 it drives me insane. And like I said, I will prove that these people were behind this. Now, to the people that think that I made this whole thing up, who who knowingly goes out and drops, we'll call it fifteen hundred bucks. Huh. Not me. Just just so they can turn around and cancel the event. I know it happened once before in two thousand seventeen, but it happened. I had personal things that happened in two thousand seventeen. This time I didn't have personal things that popped up. I was sabotaged. I was at the venue with everybody's pay envelope. Filled out, already filled with the money, ready to go. No ring, no show. That's what happened. And everybody says, well, you shouldn't have canceled your original plan for the ring. Okay, you can blame me for that. But nobody expected, nobody saw coming what happened with this situation. With there supposedly being a ring coming from Chicago, when there was never really a ring from Chicago to begin with. It was all a ruse. I have workers that are mad at me. I have friends that are mad at me. I have family that's mad at me. It's, look. I mean, that's going to come with the territory, mad. though. I mean. Well, and that's just. Yeah, it. I mean. That, yeah. Go ahead, One at a time. Well, what I was going to say was that, you know, that kind of comes with the territory. I mean, you trusted a guy from out of town, and that's just kind of, you know, where the whole thing kind of got fucked up because, you know, he could be a con man for all you know. You know what I'm saying? Well, the thing about it is, I've known this guy since 2002. Regan's known this guy since 2002. Regan was texting with the guy, and they got Regan to believe it. They got me to believe it. So the, my first, and se- me and my second in command believe that this ring is coming, and then bam, he got fooled. I got fooled. And like I said, the number that they texted from was out of Cleveland, Ohio. It should have been out of the Chicagoland area. Now, I'm smart enough to know that Ego will go around saying, oh, my Twitter was hacked. Okay, but all your other posts on Twitter are about shows that you've been working recently. Not to mention you were commenting on your Facebook. Right. You know, we, we know, we know that you had hands in it. Um, either that or... Worst worst case scenario, it was a fake Twitter account that was spoofed by Eastman, the same way the number was. We've seen that before. Yeah. But I promise you, all in good time, this will be proven, and or they will slip up. And when they slip up, I'm going to hear about it, and I'm I'm going to bury whoever was involved in this. 
and I don't mean physically, Barry. I mean Barry so far with my words that it won't even be funny. And I'm going to make sure that their careers are ruined the way they tried to ruin mine. Repeatedly. Um, I'm going to let Michael say anything else that he wants, and then we're going to get ready to go to our song break. Uh, I really ain't got much to say. I'm just saying, you know, you really got to be careful when it comes to trusting people because I know you knew this. You, you say you knew this guy for a long time, but at the end of the day, I mean, you know, there's probably been some time since you've seen him. You don't know the kind of stuff he's been into. You know, he could be one of those guys who kind of pocket the money from venues or pocket the money for, you know, shows he's behind. You know, well, you live in your learn. That's all. Well, and that's, that's just it. Now I, know, now I know who not to trust. And had I gone with the original plan, it wouldn't have ever been an issue. Um, yeah, and you got to remember, though, this isn't the first time. This isn't the first time you work with somebody who was kind of, you know, you, you know, you really can't be too sure about them. Right. And, uh, you know, that's, that's, that's the truth. But unfortunately we, uh, we decided to trust this guy and we got screwed. Um, now the other guy that we were originally going to rent the ring from is even more pissed and is going after Eastman and has talked to Eastman and is in uh, the whole thing to him. And I said, look, I said, this guy costs you money. I said, because if, if we never, you know, if this deal never came along, we would have never taken it. And we would have gone with you, and you wouldn't be out the money that you're out from me renting the ring from you. So, you know, it, it, it sucks. I prepaid the, I paid the guy for the ring, but now I've got a ring on a reserve date. And, you know, he's, he's mad because he's, you know, he's, He's out money, dude, and a lot of people are out money of, over this event, and it just sucks that these kind of people will go that far, and yeah, um, yeah. this will never happen again. I can promise you that. There are I, I am limiting my circle of people that I will do business with, and I know who to trust, and I know who don't, who I, I don't need to trust, and when I do get ready to come back, it's not if, it's when, um, things will be done differently. And contracts Did will you be say the next in- show is in September? It is not in September. We are taking time off because we have to recoup from this. Um, and I don't, even know, I don't even know that the venue would even fathom letting us back in after this shit happened, which pisses me off even more because I worked really hard to find that venue. Um, there, were, there were a lot of there was a lot of damage done by this event being canceled. And I don't know. Oh, that I'm all sure of that they wouldn't mind. Would I mean, terrible. VFWs are, VFWs are real big in a wrestling, so I'm sure they won't mind, you know, as time goes know. on. But I, I don't know what's going to happen. I've got to take some time back and, and kind of go back to the drawing board. I would love to say that we'd be back before the end of 2019, but I just can't promise that. And, um, I need to take care of some things that, um, happened with this and, and make sure that we can proceed forward in the best way possible. Um, everybody thinks that, you know, Joey Eastman killed me. No, as I said before, I have come back from worse than this and I'm still alive and fighting. And if Eastman thinks that he's going to throw one left hook and I'm going to go down without a fight, he's got another thing coming. 
but I promise you, this will be the last time that you fuck me over like this. And you won't get away with it. At all. Yeah. And the thing is, you just got to remember, though, you're dealing with people who go their whole lives just thinking of ways to, to nickel and dime people. I think I've sent you a message saying something similar. You know, you're dealing with people who go their whole lives thinking of a way to, to nickel and dime people. I mean, you're going to get burned once in you know. You got people well, out there. You're going to get burned once in a while. Well, it's not only that. It's a wrestling business, and there's tons of people like this in the wrestling business. Unfortunately, this is where a lot of them are bred. Um, it, it's just it's an evil, vindictive business, and it's not like this everywhere, but there, these people do exist in the wrestling business, and you have to be careful for people like that. Um, yeah, and that's, there's quite a few. You know, that's just the um, nature of the beast on that one. And with that, we're going to close out this segment. We're going to go into hour two, and we've got a lot Please to talk about. I appreciate your call, Mike. Um, uh, we're going to go into hour you. two, and uh, we are going to cover AEW news, and there's Ooh. a lot of news going on all over the uh, wrestling scene. Sammy Callahan was involved in an incident. There were some other incidents that took place over the weekend and, and the last week. And we're going to cover it all right back here on the remainder of Rampage Rant Tuesday Night Turmoil. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back.
Tax Refund Promotions presents Professional Wrestling, a show that will not actually happen. Starring pictures of former WWE, Impact, and Ring of Honor stars that we're going to put on our poster just to lure you suckers into the building, even though they will not actually be appearing. Featuring the pictures of the real wrestlers, who will just be local jabronis that we're getting for a hot dog and a handshake. All this will take place inside of the neighborhood bar that we're getting for the cost of a case of beer. And the ring will be a homemade wooden ring because, no, we can't afford a real, actual, safe wrestling ring. Liability insurance? You must be crazy. We can't afford that either. I'm not getting that much of a refund check back. All we can really afford is the beer and the posters. So, Mommy, get my tax refund check ready and get it signed over to me because I want to hurry up and play wrestling promoter. Tax refund wrestling not coming soon to a location near you. All right, and we are back, and this is hour two of Rampage Rants Tuesday Night Turmoil. I am, once again, Sadistic Sean David, along with my co-host. Hey, Katie. I'm all right, here, here. Uh, before we get into the breaking news and all, all of the wrestling world stuff, there is one more thing that I have to cover, and uh, it's not going to be pretty. You know what? You just made the list. Oh, no. attention that people from the group Wrestling for a Cure you know that group right they're the ones that raise money for St. Jude which is a great cause I believe in people that raise money for St. Jude but I don't believe in the people behind Wrestling for the Cure and the reason why is because while all of their uh, efforts are great and they're raising money for a great cause and that's all fine and well they walk around the wrestling business like they are better than everybody else because they raise this money. Yeah, okay. You yeah. don't get that right. And just because you do something for a charitable cause does not make you any better than the next guy. Hey, guess who else has done stuff for charitable causes? This guy. Me too. Um, 
fact of the matter is, a majority of the money that this uh, group raises is not done through the show itself. It is done through um, busting tables and getting donations and stuff like that. Um, so, the show itself, talent-wise, could not compete with what I was going to do June first. Couldn't compete with a lot of the other cards that happened around Illinois. There is a lot of subpar talent on these events, and that's because they will let anybody and everybody work for it that will work for them for free. Um, no real quality talent wants to work for this event. Um, if they pay their guys, they're not paying them much. Um, I think that it is unfair to ask guys whatever the cause may be, to work free. I know when I ran benefit events, we did discounted rates. Um, but whatever whatever they want to do. Um, their level of quality is so bad that recently they have gone so far to hire the wild man beast. Yes, that would be the same beast that raped my tried to rape my ex-boyfriend. So that shows their level of complacency. What I mean by that is they will go so far to get anybody that they can that they hired a guy that's got a really bad reputation in the wrestling business because it's been a known fact for about the last almost 20 years that he likes to go around touching young trainees. And just an FYI, I'll refresh everybody's mind. He's tried to take me to a hotel room for training before I was 18. Oh, this guy. Yes. So, um... Despicable. If you're going to have somebody like that a part of your charity event, then obviously you're not the brightest crayon in the box. And if you're going to let people that really have no talent, like some of the people that you have working there, I'm not going to name names. I could, but I'm not going to. Um, there are some people on that card that wouldn't get booked for me if, if they were the last guy on earth. And that's all I'm going to say about that. You don't get to walk around like you're better than everybody else because you do something for a good cause. It doesn't work that way. You also, Mr. Gibbons decided that you were going to try to get people to pull out of my event before it even took place a couple months ago. Down at an event that wasn't even yours. You can come back to me with whatever you want to say. I really don't give a damn. But the fact of the matter is, in my personal honest-to-God opinion, the show itself for Wrestling for the Cure is the shit. There is not a lot of good quality talent on that card. And it won't draw worth a shit because they don't know how to advertise the way I would advertise an event of that nature. Handouts are great, but it takes money to make money. And if you're not willing to do that even with the charity, then maybe you don't need to be doing it at all. Um, so that is that – is, what I'm going to say on that. You can say whatever you want about them booking Beast, Katie, because I know, I know how much you oh, love Dean. Oh. 
But what am I loving now? Well, just, you know, it's what Beast tried to do with my ex. Oh, Beast. Yeah, I thought you said Beast. No, Beast. Sorry. Uh, it's disgusting. It's nasty. It's wrong. It's underhanded. And you're putting him in a locker room where it could happen all over again. Congratulations. <laughs> so, uh, those are the two Rampage rants for tonight. And uh, I think uh, we have a caller in queue if you want to check that, Katie. I think I know who that yeah, is. Sure. But okay, sure I'll go look. Okay, I'll be back soon. Okay. So, as I said, there is a lot of news to cover in the wrestling world that we're going to get to in just a couple minutes. One of those situations result, uh, involves Sammy Callahan. There was an incident, uh, a couple other incidents that took place. There is a lot of wrestling news that we are going to be covering here tonight. So, um, strap in and uh, hold your seat because we're about to get this thing started. They hung up. All right. Um, We're going to go back here a couple. And uh, there has been a new logo for SmackDown revealed for Fox. Um, it looks pretty kick-ass. The main Ooh. event for AEW's All Out has been set. It will be John Moxley versus Kenny Omega on Saturday night, oh, yeah. August 31st, 2019, from the Sears Center in Chicago. Folks, this is a must-see match. This is what people are calling a global dream match. Mm-hmm. Because nobody ever saw, thought they'd see it. Um, while we are talking about AEW... AEW All Out sells out in less than 15 minutes. Folks, they sold that out in less than 15 minutes. That is insane. Also on that card, it'll be Adam Page taking on Chris Jericho to crown the inaugural AEW World Heavyweight Champion. Um... All Out is going to be a must-see event. It's, it's really, it's really starting to heat up. Um, WWE Studios is working on movies that air on Netflix. That could be interesting. Uh, unfortunately, my good old buddy Kyle O'Reilly injured. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is uncertain at this time how long he'll be out. Wait, Crinkling. Sorry, I wanted some freezies. Darn it. Uh, yes, Kyle O'Reilly is out on injury. It's um, hopefully not going to be anything serious. That man has very 
a bright career ahead of him as long as none of more of these injuries happen like this. Um, probably one of the best natural talents I've seen in the last 10 years because he oh, worked wow. for me in 2009. And I tell you what, that kid is something special. If you ever get to see, I've got to say that his WWE WWE Kyle O'Reilly is limited than what you more limited than what you saw on the independence. If you would have seen him on the independence, you would have been blown away by him. Um, Lars Sullivan dealing with a possible serious injury. A knee injury. And, uh, you know, this is another sad curse for Lars Sullivan. Damn it. Um, Fighter Fest is set to air internationally on Fight TV. Here's the name that you haven't heard in about oh, 10 to 15 years. Savio Vega has joined oh. Major League Wrestling. That's, that's kind of interesting. All right, what is the next news item? The Lucha Brothers have defeated the Young Bucks to regain the AAA World Tag Team titles. And we have the numbers on how many fans tried to buy tickets to AEW All Out in Chicago. 137,600 fans attempted to purchase tickets to AEW All Out in Chicago. Um, WWE is selling two-for-one ticket deals to help stomping ground ticket sales. I don't think this is a very bright move. Um, I think they may have jumped the gun with stomping grounds, and it may come back to bite them in the ass. Maybe. Ring of Honor has signed indie stars Jonathan Grisham and Maria Manic. So, two fans coming to Ring of Honor. All right, put up. Jim Ross has revealed that Vince McMahon once considered buying NFL's Minnesota Vikings. Wow. Uh, John Cena was at backstage at Raw last night. <clears throat> Which means he will probably be returning. Briefly. Impact Wrestling has released Scarlet. Shoot. Really? Yes. Oh. I know, no more eye candy. It's not even that. She could she was half decent. I figured like they just started putting her in the ring, I figured she'd have a little bit of a run. Um, well, we have some wonderful news to report in the world of Rat in in the world of Matt Hardy. Yay! Rebby Hardy is pregnant with their third child. Put a lot of love in that house. Congratulations to them both. Good for them. 
Um, AEW confirmed to air on TNT in a two-hour weekly primetime time slot. And we knew that already, but it is now confirmed. Um, it will be a two-hour show, two-hour live wrestling. Um, wow. They have not released the day of the week or the time slot details, but uh, Tony Khan has said that we're going to love it. And let me get to the next. Uh, oh, we forgot about this. Dana Ooh. Brooke was busted open the hard way at WWE main event taping. She is oh. a bloody mess, Dana Brooke. Was busted open during a match with Sarah Logan prior to last night's Raw. Logan sent Brooke into the turnbuckle, and she hit the ring post, resulting in being busted open the hard way. The referee threw up the X-side symbol and called the match. Also last night, Sarah Logan debuted a new Viking gimmick that we will be seeing very soon on WWE television. Awesome. Can't wait. So Steve King was right in saying that uh, they were going to turn her into a Viking. Um, I don't know if Steve's listening or not, but if you are, you were right. You get a cookie. You can give more than a cookie. Cookie and a warm glass of milk. Okay. Um, Come on. I know there's more. Um, And I think uh, that is all. Oh, wait. What? There's a triple threat tag team match that was announced for AEW Fighter Fest, which comes your way June the 29th on pay-per-view. SCU will be going against Best Friends and Private Party in a triple threat tag team match, with the winning team receiving an opportunity to gain a first-round bye into AEW's recently announced tag team tournament once they debut on on TNT. That is interesting. And, yes, Tony Khan has announced that tag team wrestling is going to be a big part of AEW on TNT, and they are going to be holding a tournament to crown their first tag team champions, bringing in the best tag teams that the world has to offer. So, um, Katie, there's the caller in queue. You want to get that? Okay. Oh, no, 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 no. And that's the extent of my Spanish. Okay. Hold on. I'll message you. Um, Yeah, I'm going to go straight. All right, um, and I think that'll pretty much do it for the wrestling news. Um, lots of lots of good stuff coming up in the wrestling world. And now I got to get to the uh, incident that, uh, well, for some odd reason, this site didn't report on it. Oh. 
Oh my goodness. You know what? It's really hilarious, all right? If you're gonna if I'm gonna screen you, you come into my green room. That's wonderful, that's great, that's fine. Understand that when you hear my voice and my voice only, that doesn't mean you're on air. That means you're in the green room with me. So Devon, you'll have to wait. Okay? We'll we'll continue to talk about AEW and other neat stuff like that there shortly. Oh, Jonathan. Yes, I'm here, honey. There you go. All right. So yeah. This is His name's this Devon. is the next thing. Uh this is the next thing that we're gonna talk about. Sammy Callahan's ugly exit <laughs> from the major league wrestling. Sammy Callahan and Major League Wrestling have parted company have parted company amidst attribution of recklessness damage to property and personal grudges. As reported by Essie Scoops, the former NXT and Impact Wrestling star lost the loser leaves town match to Mance Warner on the latest edition of MLW Fusion to service an ongoing storyline. But the stipulation will now be adhered to as a shoot in lieu of the intended return angle. The pair brawled through the Waukesha Expo Center in Wisconsin, allegedly causing damage to $10,000 bleachers as well as other properties owned by the building. Addressing the damage as well as Sammy's additional work with the organization, MLW's Court Bauer, this makes it very, very difficult to return to the venue, which is disappointing, and I enjoyed working with Sammy. He is an agent and worked hard. Fans would have enjoyed the next chapter. An ongoing dispute with Jim Cornette was also rumored to be the factor behind the release, but Bauer's remarks suggest that this speculation is baseless as Callahan spat on the Louisville lip during a hostile entrance for the aforementioned clash. So, Sammy Callahan... Bit on Jim Cornette. Jim Cornette was hired as a commentator by MLW for this event um, and caused damage to venue property, which is not the first time that Sammy Callahan has caused, caused damage to venue property. May not be the last, but I tell you one thing, when promoters hear things like that, you don't tend to get a lot of bookings that way. <laughs> Excuse me. Hold on one second. Okay. Um, so that oh. being said, you know, it's uh, it's one of those things that unfortunately has to be said that if you're going to go around acting like this, you may lose bookings over it. Um, I, I certainly, you know, find what he did to be disrespectful. Number one, if I hire a commentator, it's not your job to go out and spit in their face, and you could be fired if you do it. Actually, if you did that in my company, you would be fired. Number two, if you do damage to venue property, you get to pay for that. Because now I've just lost the venue because you want to go out there and act like a fool. And, uh, you know, that's that's what I'll say about that. Um so that is all the latest news and happenings in the wacky world of professional wrestling as of right now on June the 18th, 2019. Now, what? 
Where'd you go? I'm here. Okay. We're going to play this, because this kind of leads into how creepy Bray Wyatt has been. shit just gets creepier and creepier and I love every moment of it. I really do. Uh-huh. Um, I think it is one of the most entertaining it's things that he's done in a very long time. It's creepy as shit. Um, but, it's you know, what? what is going to come out of this? We have seen Ooh. so many different sides of Bray with this, it's not even funny. So, we're going to go over Raw from last night. I just wanted to go over the Firefight One House. First, it's creepy as shit. Um, Katie, was Raw any better last night than what it has been in previous weeks? Uh, not really. <laughs> no, uh, not really. Elias opened Ross spotting a referee shirt and revealed Baron Corbin had chosen him to be the ref in the Universal Championship match. Uh, and then, he gets, then he gets a sheep that is beat out of him by Seth and then a chair. Yeah. <laughs> then we get our first match. Braun Strowman versus Ricochet versus The Miz versus Cesaro versus Bobby Lashley. Awesome. I like and in it. the end, this was a very good match. In the end, the one and only Ricochet won yeah. the Fatal Five win. I'm impressed with him. I must say I do enjoy him. I love him all the best. I really, really do. I do. He's great. Um, then we had the confrontation between Becky Lynch and Lacey Evans getting ready for stomping grounds. 
Um, then we saw the return of Daniel Bryan, and Daniel Bryan now looks like a Viking, and he's got Vikings to smash whoever he wants. We saw the Viking Raiders uh, smash um, Jobber A and Jobber B. Hmm. Uh, they defeated the Taylors, evidently were the Jobber's names. Hmm. Then it's back, the Old Kevin and Sandy heroes. show. Call them the hometown heroes. It makes them feel better. Uh, then it's the return of the Kevin and Sammy show, and I promise you that uh, this was diuretic for a lot of people. You didn't get that reference. No, I didn't. <laughs> diuretic. Oh, okay. The Kevin and Sammy show was diuretic for many people, meaning it gave them the shit. Oh, okay. All right, I get it, I get it, I get it. All right. They were interrupted by the New Day, and all three members of the New Day are back: Big E, Kofi Kingston, and Xavier Woods. Even my husband's happy. Even my husband's happy. Okay, he loves Big E. I love Big E. I don't care what anybody says. I miss him. He's great. Welcome home, buddy. In the end, the New Day. Defeated Owens, Zane, and Corbin two falls to none in a two out of three falls match. Then the blubbering walrus returns. I don't even have to ask who that is. I know. (laughs) That's funny. Uh, I don't care who you are. That's funny. We will see when uh, Brock Lesnar will cash in the Money in the Bank contract. Then, it was time to get Uso crazy when the Usos took on Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson. Mm-hmm. And in the end, the Usos did go crazy because they got a win over Gallows and Anderson. Indeed they did. Gallows then we had, we had a promo from the big dog himself, Roman Reigns. Um, and obviously Shane McMahon appeared, best in the world, blah, 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 blah. This is going to be an interesting match. Then, Nikki Cross... And Alexa Bliss versus the Iconics. Oh my god, the fucking Iconics. I can't stand these two. I don't appreciate their talent. I don't appreciate anything about them. Uh, gear won't get you nowhere. Um, they gotta let somebody take these two out, and soon. Because they're just annoying the ever living shit out of me. I have Absolutely. to turn down the TV every time they come on television. It's sad. You're not the only one. And then in the main event of last night, it was Seth Rollins versus Daniel Bryan. And in the end, Rollins defeated Bryan, mm-hmm. but then an attack happened by Baron Corbin. Of course. Or as we call oh. him here, 
Baron Snorbin. Snorbin. All right. Um, Next. Um. Oh God, I hate the way they do this. Never put it in order. Hold on. All right. We start things off with the new day kicking off SmackDown tonight. New day. Dolph Ziggler got his chance to take on it. Xavier Woods. And he did pick up a victory over Woods by cheating, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alexa Bliss cuts deep with insults of Bailey on a moment of bliss. Yeah, it didn't really phase Bailey much. Then, it was a battle of the two, well, the B and C team, Heavy Machinery, and the B team did battle oh. tonight. <laughs> I love, it, I am loving Heavy Machinery. I tell you what, I love them all the best. <laughs> I do, I love them. Thanks and wait, Davis, thanks and wait. Mm-hmm. Otis. And Tucker defeated Dallas and Axel by pinfall. We get another tag team match, only this one is an elimination-style tag. The Miz and R-Truth versus Elias and Drew McIntyre. In the end, thanks to uh, Shane O'Mac, McIntyre and Elias pick up the victory. Mm-hmm. And we get another tag team two out of three falls match. Man, they they really created the WWE this week. Kofi Kingston and Seth Rollins take on Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn in a two out of three falls match. In the end, the two main champions of the WWE, Kofi and Rollins, defeated KO and Zayn. And that was SmackDown. SmackDown. Wicked. And uh, damn, we we kind of rushed through that. So, all it's right. Okay. Well, you know what? It's time for because we've been on a roll. Stanford. No, no Jump to the rhythm, jump, and I 
here to combine beats and lyrics to make you shake your pants, take a chance. Come on and dance, guys. Grab a girl, don't wait, make a swirl. It's your world, and I'm just a squirrel. Trying to get a nut to move your butt to the dance floor. So, yo, what's up? Hands in the air. Come on, say yeah. Everybody over here, everybody over there. The crowd is live, and I will do this too. Party people in the house, move. wishes to um, one of our past guests on here, Blazing Star, who um, unfortunately had some things happen this past weekend in the ring, uh, leading into a neck injury, and uh, we wish him nothing but the best, and and Tina nothing but the best. Um, Tomorrow night, we will have Wrestling Authority Radio, if all goes right. Uh, Lord willing, I'm still here. Just kidding. I'll be here. Um, Don't be shy about And uh, we will uh, talk a lot more wrestling and and maybe have a guest or two. And who knows? Um, We'll have fun, though. And, you know, there's there's been a lot of changes uh, within the last month to this program and, and all of that. And uh, we're not going anywhere, folks. Uh, Wrestling Authority Radio, Rampage Rants is here to stay. And we'll continue bringing you these shows each and every week right here on Blog Talk Radio. So much fun. All right, well, we're going to kill the last 19 minutes of this with uh, some fun stuff. Hope so. We are going to check the All right. Ticket sales for stamping grounds are poor. Oh. Yes. Um, 
WWE has taken unheard of steps like two for one tickets to get people into the Tacoma Dome for Sunday's pay per view. Mike and Maria Canellis signed new deals with WWE. With WWE or with NXT? With WWE. Okay. Um, Aerostar is okay after a scary fall at Sunday's event. Oh, crap. And Juice Robinson is done working with Ring of Honor already. Oh, wow. And that is your rumor roundup for the day. And now we're going to our next segment. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. To Todd Gordon. Happy birthday, man. Happy birthday to, oh God, Muser Demente. I know I fucked that up. Probably. Happy birthday Next to time. Lou Marconi. Katie, this one's Canadian. Happy birthday oh. to Tyson Dukes. Ah, oh, Tyson Dukes. Happy birthday, buddy. How old are you now? Like 60? <laughs> <laughs> I, I love that old man. I do. Yeah, he's about my age. About 45 or so. Happy birthday to Billy Rio. Happy birthday to Nozomi Kubo. And happy birthday to Ludark Shay. Oh, God. Ludark. We're just going to say Ludark. Um, We have lost some wrestlers on this date. Uh, on this date in 1957, we lost Tom Jenkins. In 1997, we lost Stan Stasiak. In 2017, we lost Chandler Diggins. And in 2018, we lost Alabama Doink. Crappy. So that, you know, there there has been some good and bad with this. One second, I'm looking over the next thing to discuss. Uh, All right, well, I guess that's going to be it. We're going to talk about a card that took place back in 1967 at Madison Square Garden. Miguel Perez Sr. took on Tank Morgan. Armin Hussein defeated Rick Sexton. The Sheik, not the Iron Sheik, the Sheik, defeated Smasher Sloan. Bull Ortega defeated the Ox. Gorilla Monsoon. Wow. Against Spiro's Arion. Antonio. Poglossi, Bobo Brazil, and Edward Carpenter took on 
Baron Michael Galuna, Dr. Bill Miller, and Luke Graham. Wow. Bruno Sammartino took on Professor Toro Tanaka for the WWF World Heavyweight title. 1967. That's, that's a long time ago, but <coughs> man to speak to the history of wrestling in, uh, in this great region that we call the United States. And uh, yeah, that is that is uh, it for wrestling history on today. Yay! Um, there were no other pay-per-views held. Just no, a lot. No, Okay, hold on. I'm going to go over something else. I'm going to kill you. Uh, <laughs> yes, I know. <sighs> Two things real quick. Um, first thing is from 2004, back when IWA Mid-South was in their prime out of the Lincoln Center in Highland, Indiana. It was Blackjack Moraine... Oh, God, why do they have to have hard names? Blackjack, Marion Fino, and Eddie Kingston against Bryce Benjamin and Chandler McClure. Strick Davis against Cashflow. Ace Steele against Jimmy Jacobs. Lacey against Mischief. Abdullah the Butcher versus Madman Pondo. Ryu Ito versus Spider Nate Webb. Eric Cannon versus Chris Geary. Delirious versus Chris Sabre. Brad Bradley and Ryan Bob against DJ Kitmer and Danny Danny. Petey Williams against Alex Shelley. And we're only going to go over the main event of this one because this match no longer exists. King of the Mountain, 2005, TNA Slammiversary. It was Raven against AJ Styles, Abyss, Monty Brown, and X-Pac. Hmm. Wow. Wow. Yes. Um. So a lot of uh, good history and the Amazing Red, who has announced that he is retiring uh, this year. So I don't know if you ever saw Amazing Red, Katie, but I was always a big fan of his. Um, I don't think so. Very, very, very entertaining guy. So, um, Katie, there's a new caller in queue. You want to get that? Thanks, I love. We are about done here for tonight. Oh no, man! It's one 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 one. Screw you! If you want them on, you go screen them. And because of you know, we've we just had a lot to talk about tonight, and we'll have a lot to discuss tomorrow night on Wrestling Authority Radio. It's going to be a huge. Night on Wrestling Authority Radio. We'll have some guests for you. Um, going to be surprise guests tomorrow night because like do things. Um, on this day, three years ago, 
we had WWE Money in the Bank 2016 that featured Seth Rollins against Roman Reigns for the World Heavyweight Championship. Then Dean Ambrose versus Seth Rollins for the World Heavyweight Championship. Very interesting what happened three years ago at Money in the Bank. And, yes, uh, that's... uh, That will do it for us tonight, I believe. And I think we're going to go ahead and just go ahead and end a little bit of early. And I'd like to thank you all for coming out tonight and listening. I'd like to thank our callers for calling in. Um, I'd like to thank our haters for listening in because, you know, you haters just love to hate us. And, yeah. yeah. Caller 1111111111111 hung up. Yep. Yeah. I kind of think they would. Uh, so, we will see you tomorrow night right back here for Wrestling Authority Radio. Oh, now we have another new caller in queue. Oh, screw you. You're not getting on. You get nothing. I'm tired. I'm going to bed. Oh. So. Yes. Good night. Good night, everybody. We will see you tomorrow night right back here for Wrestling Authority Radio. Live inside oh. the... Uh... You don't have to go home, but you sure as hell can't stay here. Get the hell out. No, you can't. Turn off the lights. Good, good night. Good night. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.